Have you ever seen that like intro to old NFL things where literally everything filmed in the intro would be a foul today? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and like several would be like automatic ejections. How long before we get to a point where like everything that Jacob Truba does is that? We'd have to wait until all of the old men in the NHL die. So six to eight years? <laughs> They're really old. They're really old. Yeah, but medicine these days. That's true. You can keep people alive away past their usefulness. Don Cherry alive just because he chews on pieces of carpet and uh, couch so he, you know, can taste what he wears. Even with people living longer today, I would have to say, don't let the days go by. (laughs) Yeah, I could have been easier on you. (laughs) I, I couldn't change though i wanted to it should have been easier by three our that's old what, friend uh, fear and you and me that's what the rangers are saying it should have been easier by three they really I mean, they wished put- that they could go back and say don't let the days go by <laughs> don't let the pucks go by the ryan strom stick and go not in the net glycerine <laughs> Uh, so this will be maybe a theme. Today's episode will be brought to you by strange and yet somehow successful Bush lyrics. That make no fucking sense, but uh, make equally as much sense in our podcast. Bad moon white again. <laughs> Bad moon white again as she falls around me. <laughs> How did that guy get famous? Please. Like, I, he's I, I beautiful. Really, oh, is that? <laughs> he's beautiful. He's like. And he, 5% lyricist and like 95% Fabio. Uh, he's got like some guitar playing. Can he like, play guitar? He plays guitar. Oh. I'm not saying he's good, but he yeah. he's good enough to play guitar in a famous band. Yeah. I mean, granted, I mean, the Sex Pistols were famous too. So, you know, whatever. But and he's, you know. I mean, how relevant would he be today if he was never married to Gwen Stefani? Like that, that would, I, I, I uh, well, I mean, like, he was talking to Gwen Stefani and he was like, I needed you more. You wanted us less. I could not kiss, just regress. It might be just clear, simple, and plain. Well, that's just fine. That's just one of my names. You got to save some of these for later in the episode. Like, I got so much more. You're going you're gonna to blow your load too but glycerine, early. But glycerine works really well right it now. It really apparently. does. <laughs> and I mean, I feel like that's probably on some like uh, millennial rangers like healing playlist after this series because they put three together they they put three games together like and then it just kind of wheels kind of fell off instead of fear and you and me it was oh shit here comes tampa yeah uh, minus Braden point we were kind of eating shit for a game two games in my prediction of Tampa and six or my prediction of Tampa and five and uh, ended up with Tampa and six. I feel somewhat vindicated by picking the, <laughs> the yeah, two time right, exactly. champions. <laughs> but we Jesus, go- like I still don't quite know what happened with the Rangers. I mean, apart from Ryan Strom having a game on his stick and just 
barely whiffing well i mean he's like playing through pain he's play. he's he, he is not a body that should be playing hockey when he's actually on the ice at that point he's just like that injured yeah he he had the game in hand basically what late third period he's standing in front of the net and gets an open open look and and the puck just kind of changes a little bit of direction he can't quite get a, a shot on it and the nice thing about you know, their season ending is they can all heal up and then Ryan can be like, and I want you to remain the power of children can amaze. I'll try not to complain. I know that's a pisser baby. Okay. That wasn't a surprise. I saw that one coming a mile away. The chemicals between us, the walls that lie between us lying in this bed. Cause he's recovering. That's where I'm going. Well, And they this. really do have chemistry on that team. You know, they do have chemicals between them. Uh, yeah. and, you know, but now the chemicals displaced, there is no lonelier state than lying in this bed. And rumor has it that, uh, Jacob Truba is also healing from his flying elbow that went missing on its way to, was it Nazem Kadri yeah, tried some, to take out with it? No, that was, uh, that was in the Tampa series. Um, Oh, it was Corey Perry yeah. or somebody. Or, what am I fucking thinking about? Uh, you're thinking about um, David Perron. Yeah. Who, um, who tried to murder Nazem Kadri after he scored. Yeah, and Evander Kane did. Um, yeah. Evander Kane finally did what two rounds of goons have <laughs> tried to do to Nazem Kadri, including Jordan him. Bennington with the water bottle. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that was sent by God. Yeah. He, uh, but he didn't make contact. Evander Kane finally made contact and paid for it with the uh, rest of his playoff, which I mean, okay. The athletic throwing shade on him is worth talking about. Um, Evander Kane after boarding Nazem Kadri was assigned a one game suspension, but the athletic caged it as uh, Evander Kane suspended for the rest of the Oilers playoff run, which that game had not been played yet. That was hilarious. And then they corrected it. And they didn't need to correct it because it was true. Yeah, right. I mean, and anybody who watched any of that series could see that, well, the Avalanche were just really, really, really far better than the Oilers. <laughs> and it's it's like everything that uh, we knew about the Oilers, the Avs just like made exponentially worse. Like, right. Oh, your goaltending bat is bad. Nuclear option. <laughs> oh, your defense sucks. Nuclear option. Oh, you're a one line team. Oh, uh, we're going to expose all of you and, uh, bury you with Darren Helm. Yeah, like, nuclear option. <laughs> <laughs> like, and JT Comfer is like yeah. man of the match. Like, it's just, it was that series on it. Like it was funny. Uh, if you're like me and you never want to see a Canadian team win the Stanley Cup again, uh, <laughs> you love that. Not, not because I hate Canada. I have a great affinity for Canada, our neighbors to the north. It's just, funny. Uh, it's just funny. <laughs> yeah, and I love a good running joke. Mm -hmm. uh, as as my wife will tell you, I will run a joke into the mantle of the earth. Listeners <laughs> to this episode will uh, totally not get that. Uh, damn it i want you to remember everything you said every driven word like a hammer <laughs> fell to my head are you gonna do that just to spite me yes <laughs> you know why because the chemicals between us the walls that lie between us lying in this bed the chemicals displaced 
there Jake, is we're, no lonely. We're sitting fate. at a table. We're, we're not at a bed. Uh, that's what we want our listeners to think. <laughs> it would be kind of cool if this was like our, our, our John Lennon, Yoko Ono <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah. We don't have access to that much heroin. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess we could get some heroin if we I really even, wanted. Would, where do, where does one get a heroin? I don't know, like? but like, I have a feeling we know somebody who knows. Anyways, but so the Stanley Cup finals are going. It is, as you probably guessed, or maybe didn't from our wandering preamble, it's the Colorado Avalanche and the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's uh, the, if you believe in him, God ordained, <laughs> uh, or if you believe in her, God ordained. It's Alanis Morissette's ordained. Actually, Correct. she wouldn't because she's Canadian. She wouldn't want a team from Florida winning the Stanley Cup three years in a row. Maybe she would. Maybe she's just that. You well, know, she's kind of into dive bars and the niche thing. Like she's a bit. She just likes it weird. She's a bit. Uh, she's a goddess of chaos. I, I mean, you saw a Dogma. Like you know, she she Meep. she let a lot of uh, interesting things fly. Uh, yeah. So. Colorado, Tampa, it's like what we all wanted to see, I think. Uh, well, all neutral observers were like, well, my team, Team X, can't be in the finals, so I would rather see Colorado, Tampa. I understand that people are tired of seeing Tampa in the finals, but in like a way, I just really love the idea that you know they they get this chance to hold on to the brass ring, right? Like they are are in the finals against probably the most talented team in the league. They are probably one of the uh, three most talented teams in the league. And they've been holding on for all this time. And can the upstart avalanche dethrone them? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so far, I mean, if, if game three hadn't happened, we'd be like, yes, resounding. Yes. <laughs> right. And it, it's kind of gone the way that the Rangers series has gone. Is it not like is Tampa maybe doing their rope a dope thing again and going to swing back and, and, you know, win game four and then kind of all bets are off or can Colorado win a game on the road in Tampa, which is not easy to do at all. I mean, if anybody has the guns to do it, it's them. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if anybody has the guns to stop Colorado, it's Tampa. It's that Florida team. (laughs) They got they got them DeSantis guns. (laughs) Bang bang bang! (laughs) These guns shoot bullets and COVID, (laughs) Uh, Um, and a lack of concern for my fellow man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's what it takes to let some of these hits fly that we've seen. You know. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to be able to work this song in. Um, anyways. <laughs> Love a good challenge. Huh? I'm uh, I'm going to save that one for the end and just read the lyrics because it's f- everything Zen is fucking ridiculous. A lot of people thought this series might be over mm-hmm. after game two. 7-0 Colorado with a like barnstorming, a tub thumping, <laughs> if you will. Uh, a chumbawambaing, if you will. And then Tampa's like, I get knocked down, but I get up again. Thank you. You for ain't n- never going to keep me down. Thank you for nailing that punchline. I really appreciate you. And all the people outside of the park at Tampa are saying, I take a whiskey drink, take a lager drink, take a cider drink. 
I sing the songs that remind me of the good times. Like the last two years. <laughs> <laughs> sing the yeah. songs that remind me of the better song times. Like maybe in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, it it's insane that they are still competing in the Stanley Cup playoffs for the third year in a row. Like physically, like these guys have had a, two abridged off seasons and are, I don't know, like they didn't look like the world beaters at times. They, they've kind of taken some games off almost seeming. Except the for the Florida series where they're trying to prove a point. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, maybe that, uh, that took some of the gas that they had left in the tank. Like it, you can like yeah. see that. Like this is this is probably the last chance that that they have to run it back with this crew and and like I don't know they they have to be hitting some sort of physical wall and you know like we we watched them lose in that first round series against Columbus a couple of years ago mm-hmm. or three years ago now four years ago three whatever yeah the last playoff series that this team has lost and and I feel like. That motivated him to the first cup. The mm-hmm. second cup was we didn't get to have a celebration with our fans. Well, I like, also it was in the bubble. So like and first cup was without Kucherov, right? Or no, first cup was Kucherov without and Stamkos. Stamkos. Second cup was Stamkos and limited Kucherov or no? No, Kucherov, uh, Kucherov came back for the finals. He was hurt earlier in the playoffs, but and, came back and I think he ended up leading the playoffs and scoring right and if this were in points if tampa were to win this it would be stamkos's cup like stamkos has been a force to be reckoned with and all Pilot. year long yeah andre Pilat is well, in the playoffs Pilat kind of had a garbagey year but has just like mm-hmm. come alive here in this in the playoffs you're right though yeah like stamkos was finally healthy for a whole year i think he missed a couple of games in the season mm-hmm. But finally had a year where he wasn't the most snake-bitten human in the <laughs> NHL. Had a monster year. And he has had a monster playoff as well. Uh, he's he's the captain of the best team in the modern hockey era. Yeah. Uh, you know, Who by thought? modern hockey era, I'd say uh, salary cap era. He was drafted and co- then coached by Barry Melrose, who like sat him in the fucking minors or something yeah the that that is basically what gwen stefani did to gavin ah. rosdale when she divorced him you're in the minors bud <laughs> and you're not coming back go back to banging uh supermodels like you were before me <laughs> like, i mean gwen stefani herself was the supermodel like that was just oh yeah she's yeah she's she a, just happened to have this other thing going on yeah she also used she also was the front of a very successful ska band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is she, is no doubt the most successful ska band of all time. Yeah, so successful that like you can't really consider them ska. Yeah. Like ska can't be successful. Like, is it it's like it's not it stops being ska. Like, <laughs> is it like real big fish? And then that, there's yeah. like eight categories of nothingness, and then there's no doubt. Yeah, uh, no doubt wasn't even ska when they like got popular yeah they were barely tragic kingdom i think is a very poppy sky album i would say yeah okay but that the, At the horns are still there in tragic kingdom yeah then, after that yes absolutely 
uh was it return to saturn or some bullshit like after yeah. that like, did not return to horn section yeah um their their poor uh drummer is probably just like off in the world with a still with a mohawk trying to just like <laughs> be a guy Actually, he's probably just laying in a pile of money. Yeah, uh, he's, he's, he's probably, probably all in right. Full Scrooge McDuck mode. Yeah. Oh, uh, which we all would be if we could. Like, speaking of rolling in the money, uh, some women hockey players near you are getting paid, uh, getting paid more than they ever have before. And you know what we say? Congratulations! Hell yeah! Uh, the latest of which is Carly Jackson. Uh, and it's like Toronto. I said this in the buildup while we were waiting to get started, but it's like Toronto said, Oh shit, we lost Michaela Grant Mentis. Um, let's stop all the pucks. <laughs> no more puck past us. Yeah. We've already got the best goalie in the league or last, the reigning goaltender of the year. Um, how about we get Carly fucking Jackson? <laughs> All your puck are belong to us. Uh, it's sad to see the mullet move north of the border. Um, mm-hmm. She, or they have enough mullets up there. Like we, we need all the mullets we can snag down here. Yeah, we're in our, in our U.S. teams, Buffalo and and Minnesota, especially in the north too. Because I mean, let's be honest, there's a huge concentration of mullets in the American South. <laughs> But most of them north of the like Mason Dixon line are of the ironical sense. And I don't think there's anything ironic about Carly Jackson's mullet. I think it's full on. Don't you think? Is it a little too ironic? It's like rain on the wedding day. It's like like, free ride when you've already paid. It's like 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife. (laughs) This is just fucking like early nineties music hour. Apparently, <laughs> I, you know this, by the time people are done with this album, they're going to be like the longest kiss peeling furniture days drift madly to you pollute my heart drain. You have broken at me. Wow. That's broken a, that's me. A, that's a fucking lyric. Pollute my heart drain. Pollute my heart drain. Gavin Rosdale folks. Slow clap. <laughs> Slow clap. Indeed. <laughs> Dude um, made millions of dollars. I had a point there somewhere about women's hockey, but I think I lost it somewhere around my heart drain. <laughs> it it went down your heart drain. Uh, I think the point is we're fucking thrilled that all these women are getting signed. Uh, mm-hmm. Carly Jackson to Toronto is not official as of yet. Uh, the, the six have not announced it, um, but it's like, widely known that this is happening sort of thing that's where i was going mullets ah uh the reason i didn't include boston in the usa list of teams is because they all probably still have julian edelman mullets and uh you know because that's a thing or the the uh, the belichick mullet those were ironic mullets too those are uh, yeah i mean Um, are they though they, it wasn't for Julian Edelman. Or no, maybe it Have was for seen... Julian Edelman. And then Boston was like, yeah, we can finally do it. Have you seen Belichick's kid? No. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> it It's like little Bill Belichick plus raging mullet. Well, things for both our audience and for me to Google later. Yeah. 
I would like to see more mullets in the PHF. That would be that'd be hilarious. I like part of me wants to, but part of me thinks, you know, that's just kind of Carly Jackson's thing. <laughs> uh, also signing uh, amongst big names, uh, Abby Ives, Alyssa Wallfiler, and Tori Howard have re-upped with Connecticut. Uh, Jonna Curtis back in Minnesota, uh, one of their big stars who has actually signed with them. Yeah. Um, Buffalo has uh, continued their torrid quest to catch the rest of the league. They signed Finnish Olympian Emma Newton in. Okay. Uh, like, there's been a healthy collection of European talent mm-hmm. already signed to play in the PHF. Uh, at last count, I think we're at like 45-ish players that have signed. So, obviously, there's a long cool. way to go. Uh, we haven't seen the like kind of nuclear pace we thought we would see. Uh, that's pretty cool in that, like, in a way that shows that the pressure against the PWHPA is kind of working. Like, if the PWHPA is made up of North American Hockey, you know, uh, national teams. If you're starting to pull national team players from some of these other hockey powerhouse countries, like that's sending a really good message. It is. And we've also seen a couple of defectors from, well, quote unquote defectors mm-hmm. from the PWHPA. And, you know, that's, that's awesome too. It's, it's cool to see a, a trickle both ways. And, you know, maybe we'll see that uh, when we get to, uh, when we get to season two, uh, I mean, we still, honestly, we don't have a whole lot of details on this. You mean season two of free agency or, or, or the season, season, season the two of the PWHPA. I mean, oh, we gotcha. still don't even have enough details to really say like 100% that this is happening. Yeah. We year. don't know what this league really will look like. I mean, we, we've seen kind of an outline, but yeah, what, actually comes to pass uh not always according to the outline in my experience uh and you know in the meantime the phf is real is a real league it has very real money being doled out as we saw with the michaela grant mentis contract so if you're a hockey player and you're worried about where your money is going to come from or on the flip side you want to get in on that money like the PHF is the game in town right now. And so we've seen just not a lot, but a few defectors sign with the PHF and sign relatively healthy contracts. And kind of taking a look this week at, you know, maybe players that will play in both of these leagues in the future. uh, Canada beat the U S three, two in the U 18 women's world championships. Boo. (laughs) Yeah. USA number one, except in women's hockey, well, and men's hockey. I mean, okay. In a lot of things, we're not number in a, one. In a lot of things related to hockey. Yeah. We, we, or we economics or, you know, ending racial strife or you know, gun a, control or... Having a hot prime minister. N- not murdering children in schools. Um, yeah. Having a hot prime minister, I'd be all, I would gladly give... AOC, the prime minister title. Yeah, if, I mean, even Pete, Pete's, Pete's decent looking. Like Pete went off the fucking deep end the last couple of years, though. Yeah, he, he's a turd. A, a little bit. I mean, while well, he is in Indiana, he's yeah. he's uh, not the progressive 
that we thought he was. No. I, well, anyone that thought he was progressive was also true. Uh, fooling themselves. But They're like, he's gay. He's got to be progressive. <laughs> no, he's still out, from Indiana. It turns out a lot of gay guys aren't super progressive. It and, turns. And nor do they, you know, like nor do they need to be always like <laughs> yeah they're kind of settled in like their <laughs> lifestyle is not being attacked Man, that much yet it, well yeah yet yeah well big yet yeah <laughs> supreme court says hold my beer yeah right uh so anyways yeah the if it was a 3-2 final in the women's world cup or world champions um canada it was much like the olympics canada went up three nothing real fast usa battled back and with about two minutes and 50 seconds left hit the inside of the post like the very inside of the post the gordon bombay spot yeah uh but a quarter of an inch the other way and you would have missed completely exactly uh one of the like when you think about it dumbest lines in any movie but for real i don't care it's one of my favorite movies of all time it's It's still a pretty good line so great it's a good philosophical uh kind of vehicle for children yeah charlie conway as play-doh got it (laughs) yeah uh in men's hockey the coaching carousel has been going on for a while we've already watched bruce cassidy get fired and hired uh fired by the bruins and hired by vegas that's bruce butch cassidy to you i want las vegas to now coin the term bruce there it isn't (laughs) <laughs> to uh, or vancouver's Bru- bruce there it is bruce there it ain't <laughs> bruce there it ain't. uh if he was coaching in nashville maybe yeah <laughs> uh, perfect well like eh, but if he was coaching in nashville like with the the food cuisine that they have mm-hmm. there they'd be like your loaded smiles pretty just desserts <laughs> wish it all for you so much it never hurts you have soul machine stolen me and you know what? Vegas did sort of steal Bruce Cassidy. I mean, it, he he was unemployed for like six days. Uh, he was served up on a shiny golden knight's platter for them. Yeah, Boston like, was like, we don't want a good coach <laughs> for yeah. this team without centers. That's a little crazy that like, A, that Boston ever let him hit the fucking market and B, that somehow the league just handed another good thing to fucking Las Vegas. Like they need to stop with this unforced errors towards Las Vegas shit. It's okay. Going they, back to the draft. It's okay. They, they're cursed by Jack Eichel now. So like they'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll never win anything. Yeah. And like the thing about Jack Eichel is like, he's like mental armor. Mm-hmm. And as we know, all your mental armor drags me down but nothing hurts like your mouth, <laughs> mouth, mouth. Yeah, nothing hurts like missing the playoffs continually. Or your mouth. Jack Eichel does have a good mouth on him. I mean, him talking shit to Buffalo, pretty iconic this year, saying, oh, yeah, seven years here and I never heard the barn that loud or whatever <laughs> he said to that degree it was it was pretty good chirp oh absolutely i mean whether or not it was true spoiler it wasn't really true uh that's just some good shit talking. it's some good shit talking uh other coaches hired uh tortorella was hired uh by the flyers which is 
so flyers i like like, it's it's kind of the perfect coach for them it's gonna end horribly because they have no defenseman that can play in towards the system but uh and everyone is calling cam atkinson like hey man are you okay yeah uh support you're gonna be all right supposedly he like told uh their gm uh was it mike fletcher that oh yeah we gotta get torts and it's like i don't know that i believe this Maybe, I mean, maybe Cam Atkinson could benefit from Torts. We'll see. Uh, After it, a year of Mike Yao, he was like, Oh, yeah, mind. it can be worse. Yeah, yeah never mind. Yeah. That, <laughs> no, fucking get Torts. This Elaine Vigneault. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Uh, like, fuck that noise. Like, let's, let's, bring, in, let's bring us in Torts. Uh, what I loved was Brandon Dubinsky, uh, famous Torts hater, <laughs> sent uh, a prayer emoji to Flyers players. <laughs> Uh, uh, speaking of prayers, uh, Pete DeBoer is supposedly going to be hired by Dallas because, you know, that works everywhere <laughs> he goes. Uh, it's like hiring thoughts and prayers. It, like, the, the guy's not good. Like, why do we keep hiring this fucking guy? Uh, apparently he can sell himself to management. Yeah. Like, uh, who knows? I could probably sell myself on the black market, but that doesn't mean I will. Well, and it's also crazy that, like, them hiring DeBoer kind of says, okay, we can't land Barry Trotz. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's an absolute like abdication. Uh, you know, whereas like Las Vegas, like maybe Trotz isn't a good fit there. Cassidy probably is. Cassidy's just about just as good of coaches as, as Barry Trotz. Maybe not quite like he doesn't, he doesn't have the heavy system. He doesn't have the like iconic status that Trotz has. Exactly. But I mean, he's got a really he's had a really good run in Boston. Right, which makes him maybe a better fit with in, a team in certain places, Las Vegas being one of them. In a lot of ways too, like Boston overachieved the last couple of years. Like they sure, absolutely. haven't been a great team. They got an amazing year out of a pretty rough decor. I mean, like I remember at one point, one of the stat heads was like, hey, you know how the Bruins D gets maligned? Actually, all these dudes have like positive stat category percentages. Like everything is green on that advanced stats end. And that's got to be at least somewhat coaching related. Like that's one of those things that you're like, okay, that's that's coach like well outside of McAvoy who McAvoy is going to be the guy who never wins in Norris because he's in an era <laughs> of incredible defensemen and he's just like a really great defenseman I think he'll get one uh maybe but I I really I honestly I don't think he will but anyways it's going to take some longevity but he's also still really young like you kind of yeah it might be in the next Ray Bork yeah. going back to your 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 famous joke with your boston guy yeah he will never win a cup in boston but (laughs) uh when you look at the defensive metrics for that team like the rest of the defensemen on that like they're not bad brandon carlo's decent like uh trading for uh hampus the krampus lindholm like that was smart very smart yeah and paid dividends in the playoff run for sure yeah, but we'll like, see if that contract ends up being a boat anchor. Probably, probably, probably yes. not until it is yes. 
Derek Forbort. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, really. like, and you know, Matt Grizzlick's good, but he's not that good, right? Like, right. I, I don't know. It's it's getting, and they only had Lindholm for a, like eight games in the regular season, then he got yeah. hurt and sat down for a while. Like he, like that was basically like pulling strings like a puppeteer to keep that defense healthy and alive and absolutely cassidy did it and that's exactly the kind of coach that vegas needs because well that's exactly what happened to vegas last year they lost like more starter minutes to injury than anybody yeah um moving on uh a brewery in winnipeg has offered Barry Trotz beer for life if he goes to coach Winnipeg. So, Little do they uh, know Barry Trotz is a hard seltzer guy. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, what if that was true? That would be fucking would hilarious. Be um, I also like that fits so much. Like that's, that's why Lamarillo fired him. Like <laughs> man can't sit down and drink a Bud Light with me. <laughs> um, no, uh, no, because Men don't drink Bud Light. <laughs> but um, men have taste buds. Yeah, notably the last time that this happened, R.W. Panarin was offered uh, vodka for life to stay in Columbus, which I can only imagine that like any vodka made in Columbus, Ohio, uh, would not be good enough to keep him there. And while well, surprised, he left. Yeah, yeah. It's so, like, um, uh, peace out, dudes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. This vodka, this vodka sucks, man. I like, uh, need to go. Need to need to dip. Uh, New York, they have like some better vodka. They have in, they have ships there <laughs> who that can bring me good vodka. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know anything about this brewery or like what the beer scene is like in Winnipeg. Um, Probably fine, like every yeah, other I, regular size city in the world now. Right. I, I at least have drank beer in Columbus, so like uh, I could have spoken like okay the beer in columbus could have maybe kept somebody there but no uh haven't been to winnipeg and ain't drank no beers in winnipeg i have had somebody shove peanut shells in my ass crack in columbus <laughs> so i'm gonna think i would go with winnipeg yes on this but one. also uh you are uh bred to hate columbus from your dna up so um, um I'll, as I'll. we should all be <laughs> it's like a a convention of mouth breathers soulless <laughs> mouth breathers um yeah barry trotz is reportedly it sounds like he's gonna be signing with winnipeg the only other team that anybody knows he's talked with really is detroit uh and dallas but obviously dallas is going other ways because barry trotz is like why the hell would i live in dallas <laughs> uh well the tax he's like uh, one. jamie bet nah i'm good yeah <laughs> Yeah, and sadly, this will end the uh, coaching reign of one of my favorite coaching stories in the NHL, which is Adam Lowry's dad (laughs) Uh, coaching him again. Like, how fucking weird is that got to be to be an NHL player, make it all the way to the big show, and then uh, all of a sudden your dad is your coach? (laughs) Uh, Pretty fucking weird. Um, (laughs) Like... uh, and I also love like any Winnipeg game. The Red Wings ended up playing Winnipeg something like two or three times after that coaching change. Okay. And the Wings announcing crew, uh, which just got voted the best announcing crew in the NHL by the athletic <laughs> readers, and I wholeheartedly agree. They're mm-hmm. incredible. It's like 
it's like grandpa gave you a blanket and then talked to you about hockey. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, but uh, they would always say, instead of calling him by his name, they would just say, well, and Adam Lowry's dad is <laughs> behind the bench. <laughs> and like, like you'd hear like this like slightly muffled snicker from Mickey Redman. <laughs> like Ken Daniels is just having a great time with it. And, um, I mean, Dave, Dave Lowry, right? Is his name? Yeah. Yeah. He did a really good job. Like it, it, that team probably could have been better, but he righted the ship after the departure of their previous coach who just decided, well, this team wasn't for him. And, uh, you know, hats off to Dave Lowry. I don't know. I've, <laughs> thought that like one of the funnier human interest pieces in the league this year that like nobody talked about yeah i was right up there with like uh gary Suter constantly referring to god in his press conferences <laughs> uh like just like what the hell's going up on going on in western canada <laughs> um speaking of what the hell's going on in western canada Speaking of slow claps, what a great transition, my friend. Oh. <laughs> uh, Connor McDavid. That was great. Did a, uh, a little bit of a fall from grace this week. Uh, and he was videoed like a deer in the headlights by some Canadian TMZers uh, out with not his girlfriend and interior designer of his uh mansion the the hockey world was up in arms to say the least about Connor mccheater and i like in a way i feel bad for any celebrity who gets caught doing something like not sure. cheating but just like anything because it's like fuck man if you yeah. were just me nobody would give a shit but like <laughs> right. you're under like, a microscope it's but... like oh jake bought weed from some shady dude <laughs> behind a 7-eleven oh okay why is he doing that? Weed's legal in Portland. Like, okay. Uh, but like that dude TMZ that was there with like four cameras for that. And you're like, Oh, well shit, this is going to be on the website soon. Like also, I know that dude that always sells Obama Kush, no matter what it looks like. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was crazy. Cause like the body language between him and this woman says we are out together. And, um, and then at one point someone's is like Connor and he like looks and you just get this deer in fucking headlights moment. Like that's what he makes defensemen feel is how he <laughs> looked in that minute to the, to the fucking paparazzi. <laughs> like, it was, it was funny too, because like in that, like his response to the paparazzi, he was like, do you feel the way you hate? Do you hate <laughs> the way you feel? Always closest to the flame, ever closer to the blade. <laughs> you know, Connor McDavid's going to have his uh, moment of indignity here. And I feel like people have already forgotten about it. Like we've already moved on to other things like the Stanley Cup finals and uh, uh, Sammy Blay. And, and that was like a even a smaller thing. But what was crazy is like the Sammy Blay thing happened on the same day. He got like kind of outed for referring to his sister as sexy like several years back on instagram so he's like basically donald trump with ivanka <laughs> yeah uh and, and you know all the uh the quebecois people like came in to be like oh no we say sexy all the time we talk like it's normal <laughs> and the rest of the world was like no but also like the the picture that he was calling his girl 
or his girl <laughs> calling his <laughs> the picture Freudian is calling slip. his his sister sexy on um she doesn't look very sexy like she's kind of like okay hot girl in white moo like eh, fine um the moo is the moo is a it's, it's yeah a, several years ago it's a chosen look i guess it is I don't know what this Julian Breezewell pickleball thing is. You mean that thing that you asked me to put on the script? Really? Did I forget? Yeah, apparently uh, <laughs> Julian Breezewell is uh, insane about pickleball. That's good. Somebody should be. I mean, I know a lot of people are obsessed with pickleball, but like somebody of his stature. Yeah, so apparently he he played along with like Joe Sackick and uh, Bill Guerin and, and Yarmo Kekalainen. Oh, nice. That's Hey, that's a good group of guys. <laughs> right. But when uh, you get called uh, an intense guy, very competitive by those four dudes. <laughs> Joe Sackick. Yeah. Uh, that That's saying something. Joe Sackick was like, dude, I've got Stanley Cups. You need to chill the <laughs> fuck out. Like, Yeah. And Kekalainen's like. Kekalainen's like, Kekalainen's like, we stared down the Russians every day. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of staring down the Russians, Vegas traded Evgeny Dodonov to Montreal for Shea Weber's contract. Uh, Shea who? Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, the best part about this was on the Twitter announcement, the Anaheim Ducks said, are you sure? And that was it. <laughs> In reference to uh, Dodonov being uh, failed to be traded by Vegas uh, earlier this year because of some uh, legal things called a no trade clause <laughs> that they maybe uh, forgot about or their dog ate or something. They kind of forgot about that whole thing. And uh, so, yeah, taking a second swing at trading him and they trade him for a uh, a dead player contract. Yeah. Yeah. Like Shea Weber, his you know, career is really in limbo, like limbo this and limbo that <laughs> you were this and you were that ever know that what you fear is what you find. Can't, can't you just sing the limbo song? The limbo stick. Nah, I don't I, I, I It kind of re- sounds like me doing that voice kind of sounds and feels racist at this point. In life, right. Right. It reminds me of Adrian Brody getting banned from SNL for life for making a Jamaican accent joke and that to like introduce a musical act it was just so stupid so short and dramatically unfunny what's hilarious about shea weber is he can't retire otherwise he will fuck over nashville he'll fuck over nashville and forfeit a ton of money right so i mean what's better than getting paid to do nothing uh legitimately nothing yeah like what are the ways you can get paid to do nothing like you are a landlord you're in the mob or like you're you have a cap recapture contract in in the nhl that ltr game is strong yeah but with shea weber moving to vegas i mean his contract anyways you know he'll be like warm sun feed me up (laughs) i'm leery loaded up loathing for a change and i slip some and boil away i mean you could really slip some and boil away pretty fast in vegas so uh, i would think that shea weber is probably you know staying put where he is i actually don't know where he lives it's, it would be he'd be in nashville or montreal so i mean he could probably hack it in vegas absolutely <laughs> i mean with the with the sun there and like if he like did boil away he'd be like i'm with everyone and yet not <laughs>
I I don't even I, I, I have piss been. on self esteem, <laughs> forward busted knee, sick head, blackened lungs, and I'm a simple selfish son. Yeah, how do you transition out of that big guy? <laughs> There's something there. Uh, I. I'm past that time. <laughs> yeah, let, let's just move on. Finally, Keenan Thompson was chosen to host this year's NHL Awards, which I got so wrapped up in the whole like Bush lyrics thing that I didn't mention that the most beautiful child of all, uh, our favorite German, which is... I guess there's not a lot of great Germans out there, but this <laughs> one, it's like Angela Merkel and then right above it, Moritz Seider, uh, <laughs> won the Calder in what ended up being not even remotely close. Um, yeah, winning 170 of 195 possible first place votes. Yeah. Uh, and the 25 people who didn't vote for him, fucking shame on you. <laughs> uh, that's like some anti-German bullshit. And, and I get it. They've done some shit. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're like the worst. But uh, you play really good hockey, buddy. But the Nazis. But, but 90 years ago. <laughs> Um, the beer hall putsch and like i'm thinking we haven't forgotten that yet i mean well these days we probably shouldn't uh yeah uh doomed to repeat is the <laughs> phrase that i believe um anyways yeah so the Spe- best best boy ever and speaking of doomed to repeat uh the selkie went to none other than drum roll please the same guy that's won it for the last fucking decade yeah yeah that guy who, I mean, at a certain point, just fucking give it to somebody else, right? Like, But yeah, Patrice Bergeron won again because, well, he probably could have won every year that he's been in the league, but they want to give it to other people. Uh, except recently. <laughs> they're they're just mean, like, I'm tired of this award. Just give it to Patrice. <laughs> and I mean... I understand the timing. You know, he might hang it up this year. He might like the the entire Boston plan this year hinges on Patrice Bergeron's will. Like, if he wants to run it back, okay, they're gonna run it back. They'll have a team again. Uh, if he wants to retire, they will blow the whole fucking thing up. If Patrice Bergeron does retire, then you know Boston's gonna have to find something else to do. They'll be like, you know, there must be something we can eat. Mm-hmm. Maybe find another lover. <laughs> Should I fly to Los Angeles and find my asshole brother? Is this the Connor McDavid song? Uh, uh, no, because the next lyric is um, Mickey Mouse has grown up a cow. Oh, I fucking love that lyric. Dave's on sale again. <laughs> we kissy kiss in the rear view. We're so bored. You're to blame. Sorry for all the people that were boring with uh, our our lame jokes, but we. If you're I, bored I by this, this. Uh, <laughs> I, I've I've gotten a kick out of it. This is not your podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, Everything Zen is really I like. I'm kind of excited that I was able to work this yeah, into for it at being, all for being like one of their hit songs. It is almost uh, completely unintelligible. Uh, like <laughs> this, the, the fucking. It just sounds like random word generator turned into a song. Rain dogs howl for the century, a million dollars at stake. 
as you search for your demigod and you fake with a saint. <laughs> Gavin Rossdale's lyrics are like you splice a random word generator with a high schooler. There's no sex in your violence. And uh, I would have held the vi like as long as he does in that, but I don't have that lung capacity. <laughs> so I don't want to like throw my back out trying. Speaking of violence, <laughs> the uh, uh, NHL awards for best defenseman were handed out. Cal McCarr won as he should have. Uh, he deserved to win by a landslide, but he didn't. Roman Yossi actually took more first place votes than him. And I'm angry <laughs> with those voters. I'm not like Roman Yossi absolutely deserved to be second. Um, and maybe deserved to be a close second, but God damn it. Kilmacar was the most impactful. I mean, yeah, Yossi helped drive that damn team, but Kilmacar is still driving that damn team and going to drive him to a Stanley cup. So I don't know. Is Kilmacar better? Yeah, probably. But the year that Roman Yossi had, if you look at it statistically, Cal McCarr exploded out of the gate, was mm -hmm. great for like two thirds of the year or maybe like three fifths of the year and then kind of slowed down for a while. And right when he slowed down, Roman Yossi was like, I'm going plaid, like, <laughs> like <laughs> going to that plaid pantry. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, uh, but and had a killer end of the year so i can see why the vote ended up being as close as it was sure because as mccarr kind of faded down the stretch and he picked it up right at the end of the year and in the playoffs right but this is right i know yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and when he started to fade a little bit or not fade but just not be as incredible roman yossi went incredible and that sort of thing stays with voters. For Lady Bing, uh, we got Kyle Connor from the Winnipeg Jets doing Adam Lowry's dad. A, a nice, solid. Uh, Not Blake Wheeler, huh? <laughs> nope. Surprise, huh. surprise. Huh, that's weird. I was pulling for Jared Spurgeon because he would have won immediately. Or he, the vote to have him win would have occurred like immediately after he cross-checked the shit out of Pavel Puchnevich's ankles. <laughs> Pavel Bujanovic probably had it coming. It, perhaps. He's a dick. <laughs> I like him. Don't get me wrong, but he's a dick. Speaking of dicks we like, Daryl Sutter, one coach of the year. It was ordained by God. It should, yeah. It, it, that, this is, that Western Canadian God. This is actually what God intended, not the throwing of a fucking water bottle <laughs> by a, a, an aggrieved goalie. Uh an aggrieved piss baby goalie. Yeah, Daryl Sutter absolutely deserved this. Yeah, uh, 100%. Like, he literally like left the fucking family farm to start coaching this team like a year and a half ago. Yeah. And they've been nothing but good since, which is kind of crazy because he's he's notorious as sort of like an old school curmudgeon -y guy, but they love him. So the best part of the award show. The very end. Is lit like literally, this is what the sign off was for the whole broadcast. It's Keenan Thompson fucking nukes the city of Toronto from 30,000 feet by saying, saying, Congrats to Austin Matthews, who won the heart. Nice to see the Leafs win something in June. Oh my goodness. 
that's uh for the city of toronto painful for everyone else really fucking funny like that's like in fucking the prometheus movie when the jude law character like commits genocide like just no there were no survivors <laughs> keenan thompson could have been nicer but like when you have the op- opportunity to go for it you go for it and if if you're gonna be mean to somebody make it toronto <laughs> yeah otherwise anyways you're just saying don't let the days go by could have been easier on you yeah glycerine glycerine you could have been a whole lot easier on me glycerine Keenan Thompson thought it was hilarious. They like had to photograph him at a hockey game. And so they like got him at a hockey game. Like, Hey, look, he's, he's at one. We got him. Got him there. (laughs) He's like, and he's like, fuck fine. I have to to fucking watch this game. Chance the rapper was there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, actually, I don't know. For all I know, Keenan Thompson could really enjoy hockey, but, uh, he just, yeah, they were like, they went to show him off sort of like they did Kodak black. (laughs) Except with a Zapruder film, yeah. Except, <laughs> except he was. I mean, well, because they they showed off Kodak Black like on the down near the ice before they like yeah. pan to the infamous incident in his uh, in his private suite. Um, but yeah, they with they panned to, to to Keenan Thompson in the stands at the NHL game, and it was like he's like, yeah, th- this was in the fucking Chance the Rapper bit, guys. Come on. <laughs> Uh, all right folks that's gonna do it for us tonight um or this morning whenever you're listening to this it might be at lunch i don't know maybe you're eating a sando hopefully it's delicious and hopefully you thought this was delicious because you know we think nothing, you're delicious nothing hurts like your mouth 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 when you've had a bad sandwich <laughs> uh so if you want to give us your our, your impressions of our impressions of Gavin Rossdale lyrics, uh, you can find us on the internet at handsomehockey.com, at handsomehockeypodcast on Instagram, at handsomehockey on the Twitter, handsomehockeypod at gmail.com, or at our Handsome Hockey Facebook page for your parents. Uh, or if you're still tied to that stupid meta machine that's going to kill us all and then sell our information uh welcome to the future folks um thank you <laughs> as always for listening to us uh we're always very thankful and yeah we recently passed 2000 listens which in that's a true. year and a half is we think pretty cool we do have yeah that that uh, that's, feels like a lot to celebrate yeah uh i have been celebrating all damn night so thank you everybody for listening and stay handsome everybody restez beau to le monde